Hi, and welcome to the MTG Profits Podcast. This is episode 28. We're happy that you are joining us here, fellow planeswalkers. I'm Andy, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Devin. Hey, everybody. How's it going? And we're here to talk to you about Magic the Gathering, all things finance-related, other news items, and of course, some of our top picks and for you to purchase, and sometimes maybe some things for you to sell as well, and all, all things magic and finance related. Absolutely, absolutely. Seems like this week is a little bit of a news-heavy week. I know uh, you had been uh, sending a flurry of uh, interesting news items to my inbox, and uh, I came across a couple of interesting things myself, and uh, so I think we'll have some some nice news tidbits for you before yeah, we move on. Yeah, a bunch of uh, news things here. I know last week was a huge news week. The, the paper was just a jam-packed of things. This one, maybe not quite as many, but like some, some fun ones, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, um, I guess to kick it off, one thing I know that was, I think it was a first, it was uh, this past weekend was, that that was March, uh, I guess, uh, uh Third, second, third, uh, was the first ever Popper Mythic Championship qualifier. That's right. Which was yeah. held at Magic Fest Los Angeles. Uh, so about 186 people showed up to play. Even the the professor himself, I guess, from the Tellerian Academy. Oh, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know he's a big uh, proponent of the Popper. And... You gotta, you gotta admit, it's nice to have a format that's eternal that also doesn't cost, you know, a thousand dollars. Exactly. I think we're relatively safe on that. I, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. think we'll be seeing a thousand dollars, but uh, I think yeah. we're, uh, you know, I'm sure there'll be a couple little. Uh, you know, I, I actually looked into it a little bit after reading about the popper, and the most expensive popper deck is about a hundred and twenty bucks. Okay. So that's as high as it gets. Okay, that's not too bad. I feel feel better. <laughs> yeah, compared to a budget deck being like six hundred and fifty, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when you're talking high end, being a hundred now, we're talking, you know. And mostly, you know, it's a lot of like non. You don't have to pay an arm and a leg for the land no. base. You know, it's not like four hundred dollars of land cards. Stupid lands. Exactly. Getting ready to screw you with the mana screw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just absolutely. getting ready. <laughs> So, so I, I, you know, we I, haven't talked a whole lot. Yeah, that is kind of cool. I think we we haven't really t- focused on Popper a whole lot, but it's you know I think slowly you know people have been playing it. I think maybe it's slowly getting a little more traction. It uh, has been. It's uh, it's it, it seems to be gaining in popularity. And you know the uh, these stores wouldn't run Popper events if they weren't profitable. So at least yeah. um, I, I think they're gaining traction. You know when you compare that to like Brawl or whatever, and you know they're not really pushing that. It no. seems. Uh, that uh, Popper is here to stay. I guess it's an organically grown format, kind of like the Commander was, or the ED, originally EDH was. And uh, I think that's the way to go, you know? Take what works and roll with it. So is know? Popper a, uh, like an official Magic-recognized format? You no, know, it is, is fan-started, just like the EDH was. And um, they actually do cultivate a, uh, a ban list and... Um, yep as well and uh, i believe it is officially sanctioned as of this as of this recording so uh, yeah absolutely i'm just curious like you know if if wizards is going to kind of do what they did with commander and or edh i should say and turn it into their official kind of licensed product so to speak of, of commander 
You know, I, I don't know if there's as much money in it for them because it's harder to make high dollar. Because research. of the commons. Yeah. Exactly. It's funny because the commander decks are actually one of the better overall better products that Magic actually that to Wizards actually sells. You know, yeah. bang for your buck. But part of the reason is because they can throw in like two or three seven dollar cards in a yep. deck, and people are like, ooh. But when you know when you're building a deck that has like a, a two dollar card in it, you know, mm. then it's like, well, I don't know. And, you know, I don't know. Wizards does not have a good track record of generating decent pre-made decks. They usually blow. Yeah, they've so, blown hard. Yeah, I will say the recent Challenger decks have actually been pretty good, mostly because they have four ofs of the cards you need instead of just two or three decent rares and a whole bunch of jank in there that looks like a, a five-year-old built the deck. <laughs> you know, like some of these dual decks, which I do kind of like the dual decks, but God, they're not well-designed. Uh, no, no, not competitive at all. You're just like, this thing is a piece of crap. Terrible. I am yeah. going to be casting those eight mana costing planeswalkers or whatever. <laughs> Goodness gracious. So oh, so it looks like the uh, the winner of this event was a Boggles deck. Uh, yes, love Boggles. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hard to hard to stop those little guys. <laughs> it is hard to. They're the bomb. <laughs> They're so slippery. They are. <laughs> absolutely. Very tasty. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, so we'll keep an eye on that. It's but it's yeah. good to see that um, you know Popper is is still moving along and uh you know even some celebrities there too like i said the professor uh previous uh popper winner and uh one of the other streamers Dela de la croix deluxe yeah 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 de la croix i think you had it right yeah. okay so we'll see yeah i thought that was interesting yeah yeah cool i had uh some other some other big news uh this this week was the um the War of the Spark info. I know you had uh, had read through that. I, I don't know. It, it, they didn't uh, make a huge, huge deal of it, but it, in the article, did you see that? Uh, there was the, a little the nugget. Interesting, uh, the interesting tidbit in there. Did you happen to catch it? What it I, was? I, I think I know what it is, but you go ahead. <laughs> well, they had uh, mentioned in one of the. Yeah, it was like halfway through the article on the the starting sentence of a paragraph. They're like, yeah, there's going to be a planeswalker in every pack. <laughs> exactly. That is a big, oh, big uh, spoiler right there. My goodness. You know, that was, I think that was what people had hoped, you know, when they saw yeah. the uh, preview of the 36 candles being snuffed sure. out and all that. I think that was the the sort of the, the secret desire. And uh, in all honesty, I'm very surprised. Very surprised they're doing Well, that. it's a big move. I mean, it's a set that's all about planeswalkers. I mean... Uh, you know, you gotta. I don't know. I'd expect something like that. I mean, we've gone to uh, what is it like um, Mirrodin, and we've been there. You know, I, we got all the artifacts. The set was predominantly artifacts. You know, I, w I would hope that there'd be a strong showing of uh, yeah, and some called like, Duel of the Spark or War of the Spark. You would think yeah. that would be it, but um, it was, I thought that was very surprising though. I, I and I, I question the wisdom of such a move. I don't dislike it. I actually I actually think it's going to do a couple of things. Number one, I think it's probably going to be pretty fun. I think they're probably going to in, 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 insert new ways to deal with planeswalkers, which I think is 
kind of needed, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. And um, and I think most importantly for Wizards, it is going to sell the hell out of some boxes. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. So these boxes are going to fling off the shelves, and um, you know. We're not going to be able to throw our money at Watsy fast enough for these for no, these packs. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, you put put the planeswalker type yeah. on there, and people are going to go crazy for oh, it. Oh my goodness, yes! And not only that, like imagine even like three or four years from now, opening a pack that has a planeswalker in every pack. Yeah, you know, it's like these these boxes are going to sell like hotcakes. So even for people playing and for collectors, like I could see even opening that being fun. You know. Tracy, you know, just wonder how they're going to do that. You know, is it going to be a lot of uh, kind of lower power planeswalkers? It's going to be. It actually is. There's going to be like uncommon planeswalkers. Variations on all existing planeswalkers, or you know what I'm saying? How are they going to pull off the the volume of that and and not dilute it too much? I guess. It's going to be a combination. You're going to have the weak stuff, probably planeswalkers at different phases of their lives and whatnot. And there, but I know specifically there will be uncommon planeswalkers, which I also think is an odd move for them. Yeah. You know where they're like, oh, here's your uncommon Jace the Wuss sculptor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, he only has one ability that says, uh, "Look at your top card." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure the planeswalkers are going to be like ultra weak. But um, I guess they would have to be. You can't have superpower yeah. planeswalkers at common and uncommon levels. Uh, yeah, just oh. crazy. Yeah. So I, I did think that was interesting. I'm I'm kind of surprised. Huge, yeah. yeah. But uh, it'll definitely sell boxes. I mean, I'll be buying a. I'll be probably buying a couple. <laughs> I think when uh, when do we say spoiler start? May I think. I believe so. I think it's May. Yeah. I believe so. Um. I've also revised my um, my uh, intention to buy boxes of the um, the Modern Horizons. I originally okay. thought I would be buying some boxes. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually going to hold off on that. And, um, oh, and the, okay. the reason being is it's going to be a – it's like their first pseudo uh, special edition box. And okay. what I mean by that is um, they're going to charge special prices, uh, as sure. we discussed before, the $6.99 or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, it is not a limited print run. So it's a print-to-demand set that they're charging more than the normal MSRP for, mm-hmm. which to me smacks of a very poor investment. You know, Even like these um, non-well-received boxes like Iconic Masters and sure. Masters 25 and you know, Ultimate Masters, these, these Masters boxes, at least even though they were more expensive, there was a finite number of them. You know, whether it be 20,000 of them, 15,000 of them. But there's essentially no limit to the Modern Horizons booster boxes because they are going to be print-to-demand. So there may be 80,000 boxes out there. So um, it'll be curious to see what it does to some of the prices. And um, so I'm not as gung-ho about buying them pre-sale pricing as I originally thought I would be. So, uh, so I just to put that out there, I usually do buy like a box or two of the limited print run boxes, and I usually buy them before they release, before the uh, previews come out. In some cases, sure. if I can, but I'm I'm probably not going to be doing that this time around. So you would suggest holding off on and buying personally, yeah, yeah, and then that's where I'm. That's I put my money where my mouth is. I'm not going to personally buy them pre-order. 
as I often do with sealed boxes. I never buy singles pre-order, yeah. but I do so- sometimes buy boxes pre-order. Um, so, cause I can usually get a pretty good deal on them. It's part sure. of it. So between like, you know, $15 off on eBay and those kinds of things, you can get, you can get a booster box, you know, in the, in the low seventies, if you're lucky. So, you know, if you get a pre-order on a regular sealed booster box, you know, in the seventies, you're doing pretty well. And then for those larger, more expensive boxes, I usually pay in like the one twenties to one thirties. So at that rate, you know, you can't really go too wrong. But um, and my thought was to re- to replicate those results with this Modern Horizons. Sure. But I, I don't know. This will be the first time Wizards has actually done this, so I don't know what to expect from it. So hmm. I, because right. it is such an unknown, I don't want to be I don't want to be the guy trying to catch the falling knife. I don't want to be grabbing at it while it's falling and 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 cutting myself up on the way down. Nice uh, nice uh, analogy there. I, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, yeah, so that's uh, that's the news about that. So I would recommend maybe holding off on boxes of Modern Horizons. Okay, hold off on the Horizons. Yeah. Um, so yeah, War of the Spark. I'm excited about the Planeswalkers. I will be. I'm sure I will be buying boxes of those. I, I'm sure they will be sitting on my. The nice thing is, we will have what is it? Two. We'll have uh, 24 months to buy those boxes. So I'll be in no hurry to buy those items. Exactly, exactly. Like you were saying, if it's if it's uh, basically unlimited supply, uh, exactly. then you, you know, wait for your deal and then you pounce. No need to to jump right on it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times with those boxes, you have to wait till the hype dies down a little bit. So the you know you you wait until it cools off. That's yeah. when you start picking them up. Then you try to get a little little bit of a deal. Exactly. Hmm. Makes sense. So, what else? I had speaking uh, some of, other news. I'll let you oh, go. go oh, I was going to say, yeah. just speaking of uh, money and big money, uh, there was a uh, uh, big auction last week. Or, uh, yeah, I guess it was last week now um, with uh, the Magic the Gathering's Black Lotus, which sold Ooh. for $166,000 at auction. <laughs> Crazy! I thought it was one sixty one, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. at one, that point, at that point, one hundred sixty six thousand dollars and one uh, one hundred sixty six one hundred dollars. <laughs> wow, that's a that's a. Could you imagine if you were sitting on one of those? Oh my goodness gracious, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that is pretty crazy, and oh, that's wow. more than twice of what a similar card sold last July. Wow. So originally, you know, it was like 80, 80 something thousand. What's that? Uh, it's all all perfect condition and rated oh, and everything. Gem mint. Yeah. Wow. Whoa. Oh my goodness. Oh, amazing, amazing. You're gonna start uh, pinching your pennies and start getting oh, to buy your black lotus. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. You know Boy, that would be amazing. You know, do you think that the person who bought this, it was. You know, sheerly just for collector's value, or what? what what's the intention on buying? Oh, I'm sure that's co- I'm sure that's a collector. I'm sure that's someone that has both nostalgia. That that's the person. You know, that's the that's the Gen Xer that has the nostalgia of playing with the original cards, and has hit it big in some fashion. You know, they they mm-hmm. they've they've they have a substantial amount of disposable income, and they're like, look, I don't even know what to spend my money on, but I remember how cool this was. And this is a collectible item that actually yep. has value. 
I'm going to go ahead and get me a perfect, ten, you know, 10 alpha Lotus or whatever it was, yeah. you know, that is crazy. Um, Cause, uh, and, and you know, I, it, you know, it's kind of crazy to say, but why not? You know, it's like people buy, you know, baseball cards yes. and all stuff, you know, yeah. it's like, and and I think, man, that's insane. Who would buy a Babe Ruth baseball card? You know, that's yeah. so dumb. But yeah, you know what? This is what this this is what this person's nostalgia is tied to. You know, it'd be like, you know, it'd be like, imagine if you win the, imagine if you win the lottery or something, and you know, maybe maybe not a huge lottery, but maybe say like a three million dollar lottery. Yeah. And you were like, and you're like, oh, I remember playing these revised, sure. you know. The Shivan Dragons, and just say for the sake of argument, the Shivan Dragon was say two hundred bucks. Yeah, you'd be like, eh, no problem. You know, you'd yeah, be like, probably splurge on it a little bit. Yeah, this is probably somebody that's floating around that has you know hundreds of millions of dollars or even tens of millions of dollars of you know just disposable cash that you know their needs are taken care of, and so that all they have is now is wants. You know, they're trying to fill that void with cool stuff. So yeah, think. yeah. So it's mm-hmm. nice to be in that position, but um, it's uh, it's an amazing, just an amazingly expensive card. I hear you. Oh well. Yeah, this mm. is something special. Goodness. And although at that rate, I'd almost rather buy the artist print somehow, like the 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 original art. You might actually be able to buy at that rate. You know what I mean? Like find someone that has the actual painting somewhere. And you might be able to get for that kind of money. You might actually be able to put your hands on the actual painting. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that might actually be better. You know, then you, you know, I, I don't know. That that might be my approach at that level of expense. You know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. I guess the only other news item I had, uh, I think, I don't know if you saw this one, was about uh, our 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 original wizard. Mr. Uh, Richard Garfield. Oh, I saw that news that you sent me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I did see that. Go ahead and uh, tell the audience. Uh, apparently, you know, we've talked before about the the online card game Artifact and how it was designed um, by Richard Garfield. And it was a big deal and it was going to be the next big thing. And, man, even the... Uh, um, it's like a four-year know, process. Yeah, four-year process. And I, I love some of the... Um, uh, kind of comments about it and how big they thought it was going to be. They said one of the, uh, yeah. I guess, designers or founders said that it's going to be to trading card games what Half-Life 2 was a single-player action. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, guess what? They were completely wrong. Gosh, yeah, it's unfortunate. <laughs> kind of sad, too. Oh, it just went on a downward spiral, and it was because they were they you actually you had to pay to play basically you, you had yeah. to pay a good amount of money to get um you know a decent deck and to be competitive uh so it's been spiraling downwards, and I think you know currently there's five hundred or less players on at a time yeah so it's really you kind know. of saddened by that honestly you know you you these things like they 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 really screw up and fumble and then they they and then they die. You know, and then you're like, ah. and, and and it's a shame because I I prefer competition in the space. You know, I, I I wish it would do better, and um, very frustrating. You know, but uh, it was funny because I read uh, Richard Garfield's notes. He was like, well, 
we kind of saw it coming because they don't really need <laughs> us anymore. And we're like too expensive for them to keep on the payroll. That was basically what I got out of that article. Did you, did, did you get I didn't that? Read his, his part of it. I read the, uh, kind of the, the general news item on it. It was kind of funny. He was like, yeah, he's like, they don't really need us anymore, but we're going to consult for on a, on a uh, gratis basis. We'll do, we'll work for free because we love the game and we want to keep it alive. But uh, they don't need to pay us anymore because all the heavy lifting has been done, is basically what he said. It was kind of funny. But, so I guess uh, to circle back around and to, to, to add a little bit of clarification. So the, the main point of it, of the artifact was that Richard Garfield has left Valve uh, basically laid off. Basically he got fired. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. For his design He's team. He's been downsized. Three donkeys or whatever is no longer a contracted hire. But uh, so that was funny, funny, but also sad in a way as well. So. Yeah, even the the Grand Wizard himself can't uh... <laughs> can't keep it afloat. No, no. My last, um, I did have one last little bit of news. Sure. It's actually, uh, arena related and um, uh, highly uh, entertaining and interesting and tested by me personally, and it works. And um, it's a uh, a broken mana problem. And um, I didn't realize this, but this will uh, enlighten you a little bit. You know how you're constantly getting mana screwed and mana flooded on the stupid arena? Yeah. Believe it or not, it's designed in such a way to prevent that. And I was like, what? I was like, that's impossible. I'm constantly getting mana screwed. There's no way that it can possibly be, be, uh, be uh, uh, in my favor. So uh, Apparently... In best of one games, which is what I do in most cases, sure, I log on, I hit play, and even the drafts, I know, I'm not a huge fan of the best of three. We've discussed that in the past. And yeah. um, so I do best of one games. Well, apparently, in their infinite wisdom, they have actually removed the random, gener- random number generation system used to keep the cards completely random in a best of one game. And what they have done right. is in the beginning of each game, two draws are pulled two hands and the hand that has the better mana distribution is the one that is selected and revealed to the player okay so basically if you have a zero draw land hand mm-hmm. or a one land hand okay. it'll it'll and a two it'll give you the one that has two lands sure okay okay so what apparently has been happening is and i tried this myself and it seems to work is people have been using these red deck wins, these very racy red decks that only sure. need like you know two red manas to yep. basically play every card they need, mm-hmm. and they'll put thirteen lands in the entire sixty card deck. Oh, uh, I and see. What you're saying. So that their draw has two lands in it, probably, yep. and everything else is gas. Everything else. Wow. So and I tried it. It works. I have a thirteen deck. I, I think I put 15 lands in mine. Okay. It does seem to work. I get one or two manas every time, and that's all I need, without mulliganing, you know? So, wow. And um, you just hose away. Hose, hose, hose all day long with the, the, the red burn and the little tasty yeah. goblins. And, yeah. And, um, so it, it, it seems to work. I'll... I'll uh, I'll rip you up with it later sometime. <laughs> okay, absolutely. I'd be uh, curious to see. Yeah. So, but uh, I don't know if they're going to fix that or if they d- plan to leave that. Their thought process was apparently, and this was in like some of the developer notes. It's, yeah. Uh, it's, um, their thought process was in a best of one game, 
where you don't get to sideboard and play that guy again. If you get hosed by mana screw right off the bat, yeah. you're, you're going to be very disillusioned with the game, sure. which I honestly think is legit, you know, because if, yeah. you know, but uh, now it doesn't do anything with later draws of mana. They're still random. It's just the initial draw. It it literally draws two draw hands and gives you the better one. Yeah. Landwise. Okay. So. Hmm. So interesting news. Yeah. Yeah. Good to know. It's. Uh, I think I would have liked the totally random person. I agree too. I agree too. Because it can lead to broken situations. Like you could like never that. do that with real cards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You could never do that in real life. You yeah. know, where it's like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get 14 cards and keep the best seven or whatever. You know what I mean? Like. So it it is a little yeah. broken. And, uh, honestly, it's a little defective in, in my opinion. A little opinion. bit of a defective way of doing it. Yeah, I agree. We'll do a pick for this week. You know, we talked about Planeswalkers and uh, the rise of those. I'm gonna gonna say that you should be watching the skies for Planeswalkers and Planeswalkers cards, and um, you should think about ordering some of those. And, and to it, I my pick for this week is the Oath of a Johnny, and oh. uh, it's from Ether Revolt. You can get it now for gosh, you can 18 cents. For one of these guys. Wow. It's one green, one one uh, white. Legendary enchantment. When it enters the battlefield, put a plus one, plus one counter on each creature control, which is great. But Planeswalker spells you cast cost one less to cast. Oh, wow. This Anything is Anything that's a cost reducer I'm in favor of. Oh, and wow. the other little ability isn't bad either. It's not. You're right with this cost reduction, especially since you could have, essentially, with all these new Planeswalkers coming out, a Super Friends-style deck at all rarity levels. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? it, it's going to help you across the board. Wow, that is uh, that is definitely something I'll be buying tonight. I was like, oh, that just seems too, too prescient. Uh, it's a, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. and, you know, even if it doesn't pan out, 20 cents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you can't, uh, I'm not, I'm not gonna cry over it. <laughs> yeah, one of my, uh, my pick is actually uh, also uh, somewhat timely as well, and it actually is. Uh, we talked about him earlier in this podcast accidentally because you didn't know which my pick was, but it's, uh, yeah. it's the popper pick. It's the slippery bogle. Oh, the bogle! Yeah, yeah. he's. Uh, he, yeah, ever since Ultimate Masters, he's dropped down a bit. He's only been printed twice, once in Eventide yep. at a common. And, yeah, the original, and uh, once in Ultimate Masters as an uncommon. But because he's been printed at common rarity, he is pauper legal. And um, his his price, you can, you can get him for 50 cents right now. So uh, it's about as good as he's been. He used to be a couple of bucks. Yeah, so, um, yeah. yeah. Not that long ago, and I think he'll go up. I think he'll go up. I really think you know he. I think he's he's a pretty safe place to park some cash. I agree. I love so, that model. Yeah, so good, so good. <laughs> but uh, as always, I wanted to remind our listeners to feel free to check us out on mtgprofits.com and also uh, check out some of the YouTube videos of uh, the arena matchups, and uh, maybe we'll be able to get an arena matchup up there of that uh, red deck that I discussed just a few minutes ago. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, as always, may your picks be profitable. Have a good, have a good one. Take it easy, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.